Welcome to another episode of the Hoop Talk Podcast by fans for fans. I'm Ryan. There's my guy, Jalen. What's up, everybody? This podcast is where we discuss all things basketball, so expect a lot of hot takes, debates, and a true display of basketball knowledge. Let's get right into it. Our topic today is our NCAA Unsung Hoopers 2.0, but today we're going to talk about women's college basketball. The same rules apply, and we're looking outside the Power Five conferences. So, Jalen, who is your first women's college basketball unsung hooper? So, bro, we we got some we got some excellent excellent players on the docket today, and you know I got to start with a Marylander. You know we had to get in our Maryland bag to kick off the podcast. So, I'm gonna go with Diamond Miller, guard out of Maryland, averaging 17.9 points per game, 6.3 rebounds per game, and 2.3 assists per game. This team is a one-loss team in the AP polls right now. They are, they are doing their thing, catching the entire Big Ten by storm. And right now they're ranked seventh, which is excellent considering the circumstances. So I think that right now this team looks really, uh, really good in the standings. Diamond Miller has had a lot of standout games on top of that. She's literally has scored less than 15 once, once. All season, she has a game of 28 points, 23 points, a 20-point game here and there. She's also got um, a game-high 10 rebounds in the first game of the season. Like, this is one of those This is one of those players that I think in the Maryland area specifically, we definitely all need to keep our eyes on. But she's also in the running to be one of the most dangerous players in the country right now, especially with the fact that her team is ranked so high, and that's going to look good going into the NCAA uh, tournament. Yeah, and Diamond Miller is a cornerstone for a Maryland team that just got ranked into the top 10 for the first time this season. And like you mentioned, she's had three 20-point performances. She had a double-double in the first game of the season. I'm excited to see what's to come for Maryland. My first unsung hooper is also a Marylander, but from a different school, Kiana Jeter from Towson. She's averaging close to 25 points a game, close to two and a half assists and two and a half rebounds a game. She is shooting close to 44% from the field, 36% from three. Jalen, we've said this about a lot of players, but Kiana Jeter is a bucket getter. As of January 17th, she is fifth in the NCAA in points per game and she leads a Towson offense that's ranked second in scoring offense. In her first game against East Carolina, she put up 27 points and 12 rebounds. She also had four steals. Against Maryland, who I just mentioned was a top 10 program, she put up 28 points. Against Longwood, she put up 32 points, six rebounds, five assists, and three steals. Against Morgan State, she put up 33 points and three steals. Against James Madison, she's putting up 25 points and seven rebounds along with three steals. So Jalen, she's getting it done on both sides of the floor, and she has multiple games with three or more steals. And I think if Kiana Jeter continues to play like this and lead the Towson offense, Towson could end up winning the CAA. Yes, sir. And I think the biggest thing about this 
in particular is the fact that, like you said beforehand, she's doing it on both sides of the floor. But at five eight, she's literally, quite literally, doing everything. For every three rebound game she's had, she's had a seven rebound game, a nine rebound game, a six rebound game, a twelve rebound game to kick off the season. Like, like, what are we talking about? And then you throw on top of that the fact that Shorty is willing to shoot the three ball. There's literally only two games in which she's hit less than um, than three threes. There was one game where she went 0 for 5, but other than that, she's went 2 for 4 twice. And other than that, she's pretty much stroking the thing for the most part. So there's really only three games where she hasn't hit at least three threes. Otherwise, she's putting the ball in the basket. She's pretty much the lead not only is she the leading scorer for the team but she's the primary decision maker although the assist might not look like that she's their primary ball handler and like you said before and she's doing it in all facets right now i think another thing to touch on bro is just the fact that when you really look at what the way things are going right now you know how i am about player progression she went from 17.3 points to 18 points a game to this year averaging 24.4 points per game. We're talking about a drastic jump, and we're talking about a lady hooper who is being discussed as a potential WNBA prospect. And guess what the best part about it is, Ryan? She's straight out of our neck of the woods, the Towson area. So, you know, we had to show some love. I'm glad you were the one to do so. Yeah, and I think with Diamond Miller as well, I think both Jeter and Miller both have the potential to be high draft picks in the WNBA. So, Jalen, who is your second unsung hooper? So, my other one is another guard. You know, we got we to gotta stick with the, the, the true ballers. We got to stick with the guys who put the ball in the basket. And with that being the case, I'm going to go with Dana Evans out of Louisville. Another bucket getter, 19.4 points per game, 2.2 rebounds, 4.4 assists. This is the package right here. This is a hooper who knows how to put the ball in the basket at a high rate and literally does so on very, very low attempts relatively. Um, We've got really a good stretch out of games where she's basically scored at least 20 in all but three games so far this season. High, uh, a season high of 29 points, had five assists in that game along with two rebounds. Um, that was against UTM. Then we've got 24 points, 22 points. We've got another 26-point uh, performance earlier on in the year. And I think the biggest thing with her right now is just the fact that Outside of really one game, she's shooting relatively well from three. There's two games in which she really didn't take very many attempts. I don't count the ones where she takes less than three attempts. She had three attempts in one game and two attempts in the other. Those are very low-volume games for her. So for the ones where she's really hoisting the ball up, she's only got one game where she shot 30% or less, and it was the third game of the season against Duke. And everybody knows if you watch women's college basketball, Duke straps up on defense and guards the three-point line. So other than that, she's pretty much balled out all year. And she's on a Louisville team that may be the top-ranked team in the country by the end of the week, especially considering that Stanford just lost to Colorado. So, honestly, she could be hanging up a Louisville team that could very well be a top team going into March. My second unsung hooper is Chelsea Perry from UT Martin. Chelsea Perry is averaging 29 points a game and close to nine rebounds. 
she leads the NCAA in points per game. I want to point out a lot of things that stand out to me. Number one, she doesn't have a game this season where she has scored less than 25 points a game. This includes the two times that UT Martin has faced Louisville, who was the second-ranked team in the country at the time, where she has scored 26 points in both those games, and she had a double-double in the second game, 26 points, 10 rebounds. The second thing that stood out to me is that outside of the first Louisville game and their last game against Murray State, Chelsea Perry has shot over 50% from the field and 50% from three. And the third thing that stood out to me, Jalen, Perry has five double-doubles this season, and three of them are 30-point and 10-rebound games against Austin Pay, Sanford, and Tennessee State. And Jalen, I will simply end my take with two words, bucket getter. Yes, sir. You cannot teach that, my guy, at all. And I think the biggest thing that we need to touch on, you know I got to get back in the progression bag again. This is a lady who dropped significantly from where she, where she was when she first started in college. Moving forward to her senior year right now, she is dropping significant numbers from that standpoint. Let me let me touch on exactly what I mean in that category. She was a lot averaging 11.1 points per game her freshman year. Took a slight jump in her second year to 11.7. You go, mm, I'm not sure how she's going to look as a college player. Her third season, she jumps to 23.7 points per game. And then decides that this year she wants to average 29.3, thinking she's James Harden or Bradley Beal out here, carrying UT Martin on her back. She also has a four-block game, and it was literally just the other day. It was literally just the other day. In a victory, might I add. This is a team that is going to lead on Chelsea Perry all year long. They're going to be a scary team all year long do not be surprised if they are in conversation for conference champions and i think that honestly we might be looking at another WNBA prospect right here with the way she's hooping in this last year because this progression shows the chance to be able to step up to a higher league of basketball and play at a really high level so to close out the episode we've talked about a lot about the WNBA potential of all four of these players. Jalen, out of the four players that we've talked about today, which one do you believe has the highest potential? Ooh, wee. Okay, okay, okay. So I know how much I raved about Chelsea Perry just now, and um, I really like her size and build for the WNBA. But at the end of the day, it's really hard not to think that Kiana Jeter is the one. I mean, she's got the ball handling, plays aggressive on defense. I mean, overall, I mean, the fact that she shoots the ball so well, too, is something that really stands out to me. The funny part about it is when I look at her in terms of this draft, there's certain teams that I almost associate her with. Like, it's, it's weird. 
when I look across the board, I think the one of the first teams that I thought of when I when I saw her name pop up when we were talking about her as a potential uh, not only unsung Hooper, but then thinking about the idea of her going to the WNBA, I thought of the Connecticut Sun, one of the better defensive teams in the league for the WNBA. They definitely need a scorer too, and they finished seventh in the league this past season. And I think they could definitely take a definitely use an influx of talent that also can bring a lot of scoring to their offense. So. I have to go with the, you know, I got to go with the around the corner prospect. I got to go with the homie from Towson. So I like Kiana Jeter, and I think she will definitely be a top prospect in the WNBA. But I have to go with Chelsea Perry because of the improvement from her freshman year to her senior year now, especially now that it seems like every team in the WNBA could use somebody like Chelsea Perry, somebody mm-hmm. that can go and get 25 points a game and average nine rebounds a game. She is the true definition of a bucket getter. And she does have those similarities of Bradley Beal where she's putting up these great performances. And her game could probably translate to the WNBA. If I had to pick a team that she could go to, I would probably have to say the Phoenix Mercury because I think that she'd be a good complement at the forward position along with somebody like Brittany Griner. And they also have Skylar Diggins-Smith, Diana Taurasi as well. I think that she would be surrounded with a good core of players that could help her thrive. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I definitely think my two picks and Dana Evans and Diamond Miller, I think are definitely both players in the mix in terms of being potential draft picks. But I think Keanu Jeter um, and Chelsea Perry, I think your two picks are the most WNBA ready prospects in terms of looking at, looking at them on the board. And I have to agree with you that when it comes to Chelsea Perry, her jump, from freshman year to senior year stands out so much. Like I said, she, she, you could have easily looked past her or looked down her on her as a potential prospect, or even as a W, uh, even as a NCAA women's college player. If you're looking at her first two seasons, the kind of jump that she has taken, I joked about the fact that you can't teach that earlier but you really can't. And I think that's something that really needs to be touched on because of the fact that that is one of those kind of jumps that goes from making you a fringe regular college basketball player to being somebody who literally transcends the college game and can be a professional player in the coming months. So transitioning to our question of the day for our fans, who is one women's college basketball player that you believe is an unsung hooper? This has been a great episode today on the Hoop Talk podcast. Of course, make sure when you subscribe to us on Apple, you rate our podcast five stars and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast. We'll see you guys next episode. Peace.